All right. Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are on End Times Friday, and we're uh, you know taping a little bit ahead of it as we get ready to go off on our various trips and uh, process you know getting ready for our summer. And you're you're having a big birthday, and um, oh lots yeah, of, that's lots true. Of interesting things, and you and I have had a uh, interesting morning with. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Internet Technology has any, not been our friend today. <laughs> our studio, the internet didn't work uh, for the whole place. I had to move and come back home and then uh, reset up all this technology. And we couldn't quite get it to work. And eventually we did. So hallelujah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, it's one of those things that does make you realize, one, how dependent we are on technology and two, how disruptive it is when it doesn't work. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And, um, and we... Uh, you know, we always have to, like, we just had to rely on your son, Joshua, to try to help us. Yeah. They seem to know more than we, you know, in terms of... Oh, they uh, absolutely do. <laughs> how, this, how this all works. So we're always uh, interesting in how we, how we get it all done. But uh, we, we made it, and uh, we're excited to share, you know, today about uh, faithfulness. We talked, uh, actually, a couple of times ago, uh, a couple, last week, we talked about, again, the banking situation, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on with the, with the banks and it's happening. Uh, consolidation, banks are failing. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch. Um, does it move, you know, from the regional banks to, into the, uh, basically the global banks, you know, that'll be, uh, they're, they're stating that there'll be five or six left that they mm-hmm. want to, they want to be left. And, and you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes in terms of, how and when they, they do that, and uh, we'll process more information as we watch it. Um, we've, uh, you know, talked about the one world government. Um, and when you think of one world government, it means that that one group is is ruling, because government mm-hmm. is rulership. So one, ru- one group is ruling uh, the laws and the uh, activities of the citizens. And when you talk about one more government, now we become citizens of the world. Um, right. And you don't no longer are going to be a German or a French, uh, French or American. Um, you might, you might say, well, we grew up there, but we're now part of the global you know, community. And mm-hmm. if you, if you start talking to young people in their, let's say their twenties, um, I guess they call it, what do they call it? Gen Z now? Or Gen Z, yep. <laughs> Gen Z. Um, that they actually kind of think that way. Um, mm-hmm. they, they have a tendency that because of the, of the you know, effective communications to that group and then the teaching of that in high school and colleges is um, the solutions 
are what they call global, and and um, uh, they would say I'm a globalist, mm-hmm. uh, and they make that word I'm a globalist, and that, uh, and this is true worldwide. When you think of ultimately joining it willingly, mm-hmm. uh, let's let's just say anything you join. Let's say you say I'm going to go willingly join your local church. Right. Uh, why do you join that local church willingly? Because you agree with it, you think it's going to be beneficial for you, anything like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. because you you believe there's a benefit to that. It's actually mm-hmm. better than you know something else, um, right? And I choose, you know, willingly choose. So it's and think of the difference of that if um, you know even uh, let's say your town uh, said, well, uh, I'm going to force you to join a particular church mm-hmm. um, and I, and you have to, and if you don't, you're going to be punished for it, for it. You know, how would you view wanting to go to that church? No, you would not want to, <laughs> <laughs> you, would, you would resist it. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I, well, I couldn't because they do control me, but I still have this, this, this inner desire to resist and I'll work at resisting. Well, when the one world government comes about in the in the tribulation, there's not a resistance because it's a willing choice mm-hmm. that's presented. Isn't this a good idea? It's better than, you know, what I have today. Whatever is current. Yeah. yeah. So um, I believe that uh, what that means is, <laughs> and you can kind of see this in elections. Um, mm-hmm. What drives people ultimately is personal economics. Right. Um, how does this going to affect my ability to financially operate mm-hmm. in my in my everyday life? Um, and that when I'm willingly going to join something that might be a little bit strange politically, politically meaning. Um, I'm an American and I'm no longer going to be under American jurisdiction. So the, you know, the Senate and the laws, et cetera, are going to be changed and operated by a global group. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it, that would be a little bit difficult to accept because we're so used to the other. However, if there becomes a, uh, economic collapse, mm-hmm. And now I'm harmed and I And that noticed, provides a positive solution potentially. And then uh, the one world government provides positive solution and I've lost confidence in my government, mm-hmm. which um, if you, you know, there's surveys out right now that, and it really doesn't even matter what political party you are. It's right. Do you believe that the federal government or the state governments can really run things well and the answer is not very well <laughs> right um and this is interesting to me because as i look at remember it's spiritual uh dimensions that are operating and we got to keep remembering that because mm-hmm. we tend to think of the natural but um god says uh, remember there's principalities and powers at work and everything is happening in a in a spiritual realm that you got to understand it. So um, as I look at why 
why do governments right now not seem to work very well? And this is, by the way, around the world. It's not just mm -hmm. the United States. Um, as you look at the depth of that, the kind of the answer is corruption. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's self-centeredness. And that um, really uh, it's about um, being able to do what I want using the power that I have to do what I want. Mm -hmm. And I really don't care for the greater good anymore, which is, by the way, why we have division. Right. Is that there's a fight. There's not even a consideration that the other side's idea, well, that might be a decent idea. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should process that further. It's because it's the other side. I'm against right. it. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and you see it all the time, you know, with not division and you, when you see, um, you know, rebellion, et cetera, because of it. So uh, ultimately when it happens, it's I've lost confidence in, in my local government, my national government. I have an economic problem and my, and my government can't solve it. So this global government can. Mm -hmm. And then they offer it as look at this, we've come up with a way. And remember the way will be in a sense, a spectacular way. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll be, look at this, we're gonna, we are gonna change the system. So like, for example, it might, they might um, say there's no more personal ownership of things, but we're gonna give you the privilege of this with, you know, debt free, we're gonna cancel all the debt and a uh, variety of things. We're gonna get your money. We're gonna make sure, you know, you have plenty of opportunity to enjoy life. Um, I think that, um, and I, I think we saw that, I think I said this before with COVID, is we saw the natural, the way we function normally go to the unnatural. Right. You couldn't go out, you couldn't go to restaurants, your churches couldn't meet. All of that was unnatural. And that produced, by the way, a resistance. Right. Um, I didn't like that. Um, I think what's going to happen is I, I think because the world is getting so crazy, and mm -hmm. pushing to the absurd and things like, uh, like in California, which are now starting to be spread throughout the country is, you know, by 2030 something, five, five, all cars have to be electric and you can't right. use gas or they said you can't use gas stoves anymore. And um, that's producing ultimately a unnatural situation because mm -hmm we can't support it. Uh, there's not the infrastructure to deliver that. Right. And therefore, if you actually executed that, it'll be disruptive. And I believe what's gonna happen is we'll start to see some of those disruptions and, and things that aren't natural. And I think what's gonna happen when the one world government comes into play, all those things that they said, you should, you should, you should, I think they're gonna come back and say, hey, you know what? Uh, we've discovered that natural gas is actually a really good fuel. So uh, we're going back to that. So there's going to be things that we're moving into the absurd that they're actually going to bring back as natural. And everybody will say, hallelujah, you know, isn't, isn't this mm. a good idea? So the discernment is going to have to come from a spiritual dimension because naturally which it says in, in, the, in the Revelation and in, in other places in Scripture, the one world government is readily and willingly accepted. Right. Um, and that'll be by everybody, including... I, and that I, is by all cultures, correct? All cultures around, around the world. And 
Uh, it'll also include, I believe, Christian. Um, that will uh, Christians that will think, well, this is a good idea um, because they don't have the spiritual discernment for it. So the remnant, you know, has to be spiritually discerned. And then the one interesting thing, um, as you look underneath it all, um, is that there are things happening that are, in fact, um, uh, you know, attempting to be in a position where they can control you. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though you're willingly accepting it, there are things that they now can do and have that are allowing them to monitor things. Like, for example, um, you know, when the CDC, uh, CDC is the Center for Disease Control. Right. And um, it's a big, it was a big player, obviously, in COVID. Um, and it was, it was part and parcel, by the way, of the WHO, the World Health Organization. And that's why, uh, interestingly enough, we've actually seen one more government be put in place. Mm. Uh, that the WHO, through the other uh, health organizations, actually took over the world. Right. It was really um, calling the shots for a bit and there. And they called the shots, and you should, you should, you should. And everybody did. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we'll follow that. Well, um, the CDC put out these these uh, these uh, uh, laws or parameters. You can't go to a restaurant. You can't gather. You can't go to church. Uh, you uh, have to be socially distant. You you can't be in a crowd. You can't go to a ball game. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't because they set up these set of rules, mm-hmm. and so. <laughs> Um, and again, this is just looking at what's happening structurally is the CDC, uh, through cooperation with uh, Apple iPhone and Android, bought the ability to collect all that data from your movement mm-hmm. and from your calls and where were you uh, to be able to put together an ability to monitor what you were doing mm-hmm. um, so that if you uh, moved, uh, if you moved to a particular place, they could notice it. Or if you're gathering together because they can con- uh, collect, you know, uh, geography, then they'll, they say, okay, I know what you're doing now. And if they wanted to, which I don't think they did, but if they wanted to, they could start using that information. Mm-hmm. To try to come and say you did this against what we said you were had to do, and then they right. penalize mm-hmm. or, or do something else, you know, that would that would be uh, an activity. And the only and the only thing, and they didn't get to that level, but they did they did set up the database, mm-hmm. and they were collecting information from our from our cell phones. Interesting. Uh, okay. So that uh, if you look at one world government. Even though it's readily accepted, one world government does control things. Uh, why? How? By, by having data of knowing where you are, what you're doing. And think of, you know, simple, I don't know, we'll have to probably have it do a, a series or a short discussion about what's called artificial intelligence. Mm, uh, yes. A, a, with AI. everything that's going on, yeah. Uh, but one of the things that AI can do is facial recognition. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and because it's so remarkable uh, of the speed at which it can operate and what it can do and, and collect things, like <laughs> um, they did, this is, a, this is funny, they did a test with um, an online doctor Mm-hmm. And they uh, they set it up, uh, and there's there's you know WebMD and other places where you can call uh, or communicate with them and say I have these are my symptoms this is the problem, uh, right? You know what what's your diagnosis and what what should I do? Uh, which is you know it sounds like a pretty good thing to do. So they did, they did a test. Um, they set up a human. Mm-hmm. A doctor, trained doctor, to be able to do that, and then they set up next to it a artificial intelligence um, hmm. software system, and they discovered that the software system was incredibly—I uh, mean, like lightning speed faster—and hmm. tremendously thorough and more accurate. Oh, fascinating. Uh, now, the reason is really simple. Uh, because, you know, our minds, even with the most intelligence we have, can only absorb and process and retain so much information. Right. There are limits. Yeah. Artificial intelligence has no limits. Mm. So I can just accumulate all this information. I can zip through it and then produce uh, a, a result, you know, in light, enlightened speed. And because of the thoroughness of it, think about, you know, if you, um, uh, you know, could, uh, as you're, you know, looking at, um, you know, things in your house, um, you have to go read the instructions. Right. But what if you well, just... Well, unless you're me, I tend to skip those sometimes. Yeah. And, okay. Well, maybe you And don't. it doesn't go so well. But anyway, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. And by, and by the way, when... <laughs> When you, when you don't do that and you get to the end of it, what, what, uh, whoops, uh, doesn't quite the work. The extra uh, part, the, uh, the thing that doesn't the, work. Where do these things go, you know? <laughs> um, but um, if you could have all that absorbed and, and sorted through in, in 10 seconds and then uh, operate with it, see how much more effective it would be. So the computer oh, right. that is now at the level that it is, is in a sense more effective at, at being processing information mm -hmm. uh, than we are, and, and it's true. Um, so that's going to become more and more available of the use of that technology to be able to gather information, mm -hmm. including uh, facial recognition, uh, the ability to manage things and communicate things and to keep track of things because of the what's called artificial intelligence. And this is an interesting factor that has just come about. They've been working on it, but that just came about as real. Mm -hmm. And that is that the machine itself learns. Right. So that um, as it's absorbing, processing, trying, practicing, it learns certain things. Oh, I can do that better. I can do this yeah. better. It's really sci-fi movies coming to life is yes. what you're describing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the ability, you know, to manage it, you know, just like the CDC that actually did buy this data, did develop a database, did have the ability, if it was going to continue, they could have used it mm -hmm. to identify situations where, hey, you're doing something that we're not supposed to. 
um, and the technology is getting better. Like, like for example, um, both Amazon and now Panera Bread um, has what they call palm readers. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of a credit card, you are the credit card. Right. They can just scan. Yeah. And they can scan you. And because you, you are identifiable you know, in a database attached to a bank or attached to a card, you just, you, we identify you and we know you can pay with this. So we just charge it by you putting up your palm and we mm-hmm. just read it. Um, so the electronic capability is getting you know stronger and stronger and stronger. So um, it's it's really remarkable, um, you know what's what's going on with the technology, and as we look at, uh, it's going to be both ad- advantageous, you know, just like mm-hmm. a cell phone, it's advantageous to us, but it's also a problem because right. because it can track it, <laughs> it can monitor, mm-hmm. you know, various things. So. Um, as we look at this, you know, it's going to get more interesting, more interesting, more interesting. So you just got to watch it. And again, as we look at these, what I call leap forwards, mm-hmm. uh, we saw it happen with COVID with landlord government. That was a leap forward into, huh, uh, these use of databases. That's, huh, artificial intelligence is a big, huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, my goodness. Uh, and the interesting thing is that it's been being worked on. And I've been aware of it. But I don't right. know if, you, if you've noticed in the last month how much uh, focus news, articles, information is now being stated about AI. Right, um, right. It's big time. So it's, it's happening. It's going to be big. Uh, well, as we look at this, obviously, our big concern is that, okay, how do we uh, manage this? What do we do with it? Well, uh, go to um, uh, Matthew 25. This is... Uh, verses, uh, I believe, uh, 14 through 30. Okay. Uh, we did talk about this before, um, so I can just give you, uh, just give you some verses to, we don't have to read the whole thing, but enough of it. Okay. We'll get uh, caught up to them. Um, just read, uh, start in verse uh, uh, 14 and then go to um, uh, 20. Uh, 14 to 23. 14 to 23, sure. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability, and immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he had received five, came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also, who had received two talents, came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I've gained two more talents beside them. And his Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Yeah. And um, this is, uh, you know, a scripture, obviously, that you know, a lot of people have used about 
you know, uh, you know, doing things for the Lord and being faithful to the things for the Lord, talents. Um, American use of talent is, you know, what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. And here, it's it's a, a monetary unit. So it would mm-hmm. be, you know, like I gave you uh, $500. Right. Uh, that's what it's talking about. I gave you $500 and you did something with it. So um, it's interesting. And and this, this follows, see, this is in... The sequence of twenty four, chapter twenty four, which is about when's the mm-hmm. end going to come, right? Um, and he describes it all, and then he, uh, in chapter twenty five, he talks about the wise and foolish virgins uh, right. that they don't have oil, and that you know, both both two two things we talked about there is one, um, I said I'm a Christian, but I really wasn't, right? And then I got to scramble to see if I can become one. He said, "Well, it's too late," and then. And then the other level of it is, is that some were prepared and some weren't, uh, right? Because they didn't care, uh, and it actually says that they that they were they just did life and they didn't even care about it. Uh, now, mm-hmm. when things are, are changing, they do. But he says uh, this is verse thirteen, right before you read it. Jesus says, "Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming." So he's talking about the end, right? And then he says, "Hey, by the way." Um, for the kingdom of God. So he says, there's a couple of really interesting things about that. Um, I'm trying to give you a perspective on bigger, on bigger, bigger things. Um, the world is a, is a spiritual place. There's spiritual beings. There's things going on that you need to understand. It isn't just natural. Right. Um, and by the way, this is funny, by the way. Uh, and they already, I read an article about this uh, two days ago. They said the one implicate, the one big implication of artificial intelligence is going to take faith out of the equation. It's gonna Interesting. Be, it's going to be strictly. Because it's in, completely logical, analytical. Completely intellectual. Mm-hmm. And, and even believers will start relying on. Uh, in essence, it's so much better, and it seems to have right. better answers. The trust goes into artificial intelligence and logic, and not faith, because in essence, there's a diminishing of spiritual things. Um, and so, it's going to be interesting as we progress. And Jesus is saying that you know, I want you to keep understanding because. When you think of all the things that he talks about uh, of the end, a lot of people dismiss it because eh, that's that's the end and it's right. never happened so far and probably won't happen in our lifetime either. So why even care about it? Um, when Jesus said, I'd like you to really care about it, not because to be afraid of it, but rather I need to help you keep understanding the entire story from Adam and Eve to the end, that it's a spiritual thing, spiritual activity, and there's mm-hmm. a kingdom. There's a kingdom of the world that's natural. There's a kingdom of me, God speaking, that is supernatural. And I can overcome that world. And so he says, watch and pay attention and be aware and, and understand how you're going to live today. And then he says, the kingdom of God is light. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to both say, um, I have something to say relative to the end, 
but I have something to say just as it applies to living the spiritual life, which is, are you going to be in the kingdom of God? And he said, this is interesting, um, what it means to be in the kingdom of God. He says, I gave somebody five, I gave somebody uh, two, I gave somebody one. And in this case, he's describing, I gave him a certain amount of money. Right. Um, and go do something with it. Um, and so, uh, okay. Uh, so the five uh, worked it and gained five more. Um, and so look at, again, the statement that he made. Um, and this is in verse 21. Uh, read that again. Uh, he gave it to him. He said, uh, you go uh, work it as I instruct you. And then he came back and said, hey, I did. And, and there was, there was um, fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I need, to, I need to have you understand that, that, you know, we tend to look at, okay, I got to, I got to numerically get bigger or better. And this really is reflecting that. And we connect the dot with, we know something about abiding. If you abide in me, you will bear what? You'll fruit. bear fruit. Fruit. Uh, okay. So read, read verse 21. What does he say? Having uh, bear born fruit. What does he say? Says his Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Okay. He says, um, well done. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I want to encourage you that you followed what I asked you to do. And you were faithful. Uh, and we're going to talk more about this specifically next time. And then on, on the other side as well as God's faithfulness. But um, think of the word faithful mm-hmm. and, and how simple this is in this, in this story. What did it mean to be faithful? You stewarded this well. Yeah. I trusted you with it and you handled it how I wanted you to handle it. Yeah, faithful is you <laughs> followed my instruction of what mm-hmm. I ask you to be part of in this very specific thing. Right. And, you, and you didn't deviate from that. Right. You didn't come up with your own, well, I'm going to go do this with it or that with it or nothing, which, which by the way, one, the one that had one did nothing with it. Uh, and he was saying, well, you got to, you know, you, you're not, I don't say to you, well, done good and faithful servant. You weren't faithful at all. Why? Because um, I instructed you and, and see one of the things, and we'll come back to this, but look at the last statement he makes before the story. Watch, therefore, mm-hmm. for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. And we're going to tie together. But what is what is he when he says faithful? He's kind of talking about this. Um, is I want you to be watchful, mm-hmm. and and we're going to have to process a little bit further why. And what does that mean? Because remember, he gave this instruction over the last 2,000 years. So every generation is supposed to be watchful. And the question, well, well, why would that be? In other words, think about it from our perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, We know the end's coming. He said the end's coming. Okay. When's the end coming? Well, I already know it's 2,000 years after he's here. Our viewpoint is, that's a long time away. Mm-hmm. So why don't you just let us know <laughs> exactly when that is and say exactly when that is so that mm-hmm. the people that need to watch can watch up until then we don't need to watch. 
Right. Because uh, why bother, so to speak? And that's kind of the the, the uh, thought of most believers is, you know, why, why bother studying Revelation? Why mm-hmm. why really caring about all this stuff? You know, uh, probably not in our lifetime. So what difference does it make? Well, he said, no, I want you to be faithful. So what we're going to do is talk about deeper element of faithfulness and particularly this idea of watching. Uh, mm-hmm. What are we watching? Why are we watching? What's the purpose mm-hmm. of it? Given that it may not actually occur in our lifetime, but there's something deeper about us needing to watch. Hmm. And what does he want us to do? And why would he want us to do that? Did he right, because every... he also called people 2,000 years ago to watch. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, every, every generation since then is, this is my instruction. And your hmm. life, during your lifetime, I want you to watch. So, right. so we got to find out what faithfulness is. So we'll go into that next time. And uh, it's going to be an interesting discussion as we hmm. try to, you know, understand things, knowing that we're seeing in our lifetime, we're seeing this dramatic movement. AI, to me, is a dramatic movement, I mean, big time movement. And right. it gives capability of a one world government. It's like, oh, ah, now I can see how it could function. Because mm-hmm. remember, one world government has to operate at the local individual level. Um, right. And it's hard for us to fathom, but with AI, it's not that far of a stretch. So it'll be yeah. interesting, interesting think, to talk about it. Yeah. As you talked today, probably the thing that stood out to me the most that you said was how AI will lay the groundwork for faith to be um, basically diminished. Right. And I think that's something as Christians, we need to really be thinking and paying attention to, you know, what is it? Yeah. How, how are we called to remain faithful and to continue? Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so I think we need to be that much more alert that of the tendency that we may have to fall into a reliance on information, the analytical, the logical as a tool that then replaces our faith. And we want to be very careful not to allow that to happen to ourselves. Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean think, think about it in a simple way. Right now, we're to say we're we're to go to the Word mm-hmm. and to God and say, "What do you have to say about this?" Right. And it's it's a processing, dialoguing of it. Well, we could replace that with an idol and just mm-hmm. go to AI and just say, "Well, just tell me the answer." Right. And our tendency is to want answers so quickly, which are a lot of times our processing with God is not yeah. that I can see where this would be something that even Christians really struggle with. Yeah. And so yeah. I think that's, I think it, you brought up a really good point. I think it's something to really pay attention to and be alert so that we don't fall into those trappings as well. Yeah. We're going to talk more about that. Well, Father, we thank you for uh, helping us understand even this thought of faithfulness and uh, faithfulness is just following you, being with you, being in a relationship with you. And we know that that's being stressed uh, right now to pull you, pull us away from you and actually rely on something else, the AI. So we just ask that we'll uh, be faithful to you and enjoy you in the process in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for sharing. As always, if this raised questions for you, send them in to questions at afjministry.com and we'd love to talk about it. Yep, Have a great soon. afternoon. Yep. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions.
Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.